trying to raise a man. I know it ain't. You always was committed. A poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it. There's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate some stuff um that i just wanted to get in a recording because that's therapy for me is that you know i'm so busy seeing and putting people in their boxes of where i need them in my head to organize my feelings and um i realized that the elders in my life just never took accountability for certain things and to move on, you know, I gotta just heal that, you know? I don't quite know how to, now that I'm aware of what my traits were passed down from generation to generation, I'm like on this, this urge to go and fix everybody's issue. But what I'm realized is that old saying, not everybody can be fixed. That's not true, that everybody can be fixed, but if until they want to be fixed, like it's kind of go, goes with that old saying, like you can't, someone who doesn't want to be helped and i think they do want to be helped but not right now because that accountability is too hard there's stuff that's been passed down that um we weren't aware back then therapy wasn't a thing so now that i'm trying to do the lessons and do the work it's like you know too much damage it's too deep to get to that inner healing so i kind of feel um defeated but i woke up or last night before I went to sleep I should say believe in God um I do want to say I'm a Christian but also the experiences that I've had with, with Christians are very judgmental for instance um I just recently talked to my uncle and you know we're trying to get to some inner healing so I just had some questions and he's just like well the yoga if you suggest that like he's such against like yoga because he thinks it's like a demonic putting in spirit pose like he went somewhere else you know and I think that's a deflection of what he his own thing you know but I I suggest yoga. I love yoga. I love the breathing techniques I've learned. Um, if anybody needs that, it's just the one, two, inhale, three, four, exhale. So one, two, one, two, three, four, three, four. And that puts me in a calming place to just do like four or five times whenever I get that like anxious feeling in my gut in my not necessarily gut under my rib you know and I think that comes from just that's been passed down um one second I do after saying that I have to finish rolling my joint one second <laughs> okay I'm back um <laughs> so I um anyway to go back to the other day I um asked my uncle those questions he's like just get into the word because you know he was so um against yoga which i didn't which by the way i didn't suggest that i think when i sent him you know the black girls heal podcast i literally think i should just send that to the women now like that's my lesson <laughs> she she like did, did the title for a reason so i'm gonna listen to that and um one thing my grandma because i'm learning my my toxic traits come from you know pretty much the females in my life really I mean, my dad has his own issues, like with abandonment or whatever. Um, and we'll get into that healing after this, but it's just become so interesting <laughs> and, and nosy. It feeds my nosiness, but my, well, my curiosity about myself, you know, because we're related. It comes from somewhere, like, you know? 
so i went to my uncle was like just read mark just suggested that he was like just read it and i'm like okay why he couldn't explain why and that's another thing about you know church people i'm gonna need like some work you know like <laughs> before i say hey i'm this um but anyone who is pretty much any religion if you read the bible he'd be spitting like even if you don't believe if you read it it's po it's very poetic like if we even want to look at it like that um for me i'm going to surround my life around it because what it's saying is just it's just naturally speaking to me so i don't want to say like oh that i'm a christian because i'm sure christians don't do that like all the christians in my life do not do that so i'm just gonna say i'm reading the word and god is my god you know and that's where i kind of want to leave that because i feel like people are gonna try to convince me into something else but i'm really being vulnerable on the podcast to share that um so after i talked to him because i talked to my uncle last night too and because i'm just calling the people that are you know i need to value them i'm calling them ask questions i want to know and so my grandma one thing she told me when i used to stay with her was like grab the bible and just run your hands through it your little your thumb through it and see where wherever you just need to read like where your eyes point just start reading and so i did and after i got off the phone with my uncle the other day oddly enough it said that over for what they were not told they will see and what they have not heard, they will understand. I'm just going to say that again because it was pretty deep, guys, for me. For what they were not told, they will see. And what they have not heard, they will understand. That told and heard, man, the people in my life, the elders in my life, they do not see. They don't They don't want to hear what we have to say because they don't want to see what we said. And when they do that, they'll understand. <laughs> so, so I need to be verbal with him about that. Um, but I'm going to definitely sit in that. And so then I went to the other side. And my eyes went to Isaiah 54.4. Okay. These are just references if you ever just want to look them up. But I'm trying to like pre- my whole podcast guys won't be like, oh, I let's read the scripture. But I mean, if I'm going to start with something, I'm just going to be just sharing these with you because they're deep. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no one, no more the reproach of your widowhood. For your maker is your husband. For me, my husband, that's when I realized, you know, I was the toxic one. (laughs) And I'm going to stop there and just, yeah. Um. I had to do the gratitude tool and I did the, you know, you label the paper A through Z going downward. um, And, you know, A doesn't have to be Apple or anything, just any small like blessing or thing that you just take for granted. And so I just did like walking because not everybody's able to walk, you guys, you know. And um, I just start going like air conditioner you know apartment tv cable like smallest thing then they just start getting like big like my kids are healthy i'm healthy my husband's healthy um i'm able to you know um (laughs) that's probably tmi but i'm able to masturbate when i want to (laughs) i don't know why i wanted to share that i just need to do anything um but all of the time and because i'm able to be who i want to be who i i love to be by with my my inner self when i grasped that i had to go back to my husband and apologize to him and 
say you know to him that I am in and I didn't share it right away because I was going to the last podcast but I wanted us to have that intimate moment so I won't say like share what he said or what happened you know um in detail but I've never been hugged that way after I apologized to him for my like wrongdoings and um and you know we've been going through some stuff where I was like waiting for him to apologize because I haven't been mad about some stuff okay but when I did the gratitude tool, that problem didn't seem as big as I was making it. And because I'm like, wow, he provides all of this stuff for me. My husband, like he go to, he loves taking care of me. <laughs> like I love being taken care of. And I need to stand in that is a healthy, um, interdependency, um, or a healthy inter- interdependence relationship. Um, we just fit in that way. He doesn't really like clingy people. I can be clingy, but for the most part, like I don't want to be like, I just attach that way. I just have like attachment issues or something. So, um, anyway, I apologized to my husband and I accepted just because before he did all that, I was doing a lot. I was doing the most. I was doing the most. Let me tell you (laughs) or not. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I would just not be happy. I would just walk around like you. I would just make him like comfortable. And I felt that like he wasn't comfortable in his own house. And it's hard to stand in that. It's really hard to stand that. Because I would just like complain about every. Like no one needs to be complained to that much. Even if they are. Just I, I need to control uh, my anger. Or if I do feel something. Just say I feel. I make. Be, so from that I make up. Um, You know. That this. So that way it leaves clarity for him to um it leaves room for clarity i guess it it leaves room for clarity um but yeah i just wanted to share that there was a lot more that you know i read but those those guys (laughs) i'm not gonna be on here like go read your bible any just go read um and see what flows to your spirit because right now that's what i'm trying to heal is my spirit and i think through this journey of healing i won't be triggered so much because i'm remembering things i didn't remember i'm creating questions at the right time that I, they need to be asked and it's been flowing um conversational wise i don't think i held good conversations to be honest and now i feel great about the conversations i have i feel um like even with my kids i feel they're um they'll be able to articulate what they're feeling when they're feeling it if i do the healing because i can demonstrate that to them and um i want to be able to ex- extend grace that way like I want to extend grace by giving it and um mm, that's something right there right <laughs> i want to extend grace by giving it crazy not many people will understand that but hey, that's a big deal as women we always extend grace factor as a woman our intuition our women's intuition um it's there you just have to listen to it if something don't sit right then listen to that too because when it's not sitting right with me that's when i i realize the triggers not i know i know now like where they come from so i don't get as upset i'm like oh it comes from that i'm not gonna give that energy i'm just not because now i know that it wasn't me i wasn't the crazy one i wasn't the one with all the issues as you know so when i'm able to see others issues i'm able to um voice my um disagreement to their issues i don't i don't agree to it you know but i want to be definitely softer in my approach um i uh, i want to be softer but more aggressive with my i want to i i have this thing i'm just not speaking up i'm just like going into let me appease this person because if i'm scared of this person's reaction if they get mad then will i get triggered like i don't want to be tested in that way (laughs) don't test me (laughs) 
because people will take advantage and test you so you just kind of like and i think i'm doing a great job with that because even when my uncle went there i'm like okay well let's get off the phone you know like i got shit to do <laughs> i'm not gonna let you project and then he gonna say yeah because you were stuck with rice and beans because it's coming it's coming um so i'm like okay i think he even think knows that his his ideologies there we go his ideologies <laughs> Um, I think that he thinks his ideologies are um, are in his head, and that's a scary thought, you know, for someone to realize. Um, but I'm not gonna go there with you and believe what you believe when I just don't. Um, I believe what I read. I do that you're just not seeing and you're not hearing um, people that are trying to help you, and you're deflecting because of your past hurt. And until you deal with that, you won't be able to lead correctly. You won't be able to lead your household correctly. You won't be able to lead your children correctly you won't be able to um lead yourself correctly and what and you know like he's on the phone telling me just make sure it's from god here you know okay that's fine but sometimes it's from my husband my husband be telling me some stuff but i don't be listening so if you're going to be in the in a union you need to learn to chill out and like listen to really understand that person and where they're coming from because then we can have a di- like a long dialogue about it we can really talk this through but we have to be verbal and how we're feeling um and we have to be verbal in the time that we're feeling it you have to pick the right time i've realized i'm working on that with my husband i'm just like let's talk now or let's talk later and then that that gives him anxiety like oh my god what is what's gonna happen later what do we need to talk about you know in the moment talk about you know how was his day and then like for me at least the second part to find my intimacy was to um just ask him a general question and then after i asked him you know was he tired because sometimes he's just tired and that kind of like let me if yes then i need to tell him what i've been realizing in patterns and if he tells me like no i'm like oh well okay go get rest i'm headed to bed you know but when he's like no you know i kind of have to realize when my husband wants to talk and doesn't because he just doesn't like clingy people i mean that's that's okay that's okay i totally understand (laughs) some like i said sometimes i don't want to be clingy but when i'm clingy i'm clingy so we're working on that part but i'm happy because again there's been so much harmony so so far like i wanted this continuous harmony going in my house because it was just so off it was so off in the house and um when i realized that i was the toxic one i was just like yeah there's things that i need to change because because like now there's harmony i um think i'm just now you guys finding my voice and missing my old self hi self so hi guys <laughs> no i'm joking my other personalities out right no if you just you, you you have to get that experience to understand it um i can i'm i feel safe to be me um that's why i created this podcast to hear myself and and see if i believe what i'm hearing because that was a thing for me i i felt like i was always just tied to lying and it's it's her own issues it's my mother's own issues with herself okay i cannot be afraid of that i'm not no little girl no more <laughs> and these are these are um these aren't fighting wor- words but these are definitely warfare words because that's where i'm at i feel like i'm fighting all the spirits that i thought were healthy and stable but i really am realizing a lot of unhealthiness and I'm spotting it. I'm seeing it so much clearer. And I think these people 
are able to test me in such ways where I still can create boundaries because I can just go to like cutting people off and being okay with that until they call and want to talk like I'm gonna stand in that um but as for right now the people I do I am appreciating like my aunt they just like trying to really cope that I'm a woman now and I get that and um I think they're that they're kind of realizing maybe my leadership wasn't the best sometimes you have to question where your heart was where your spirit was when you were giving that advice was your spirit broken wearing the hat of a wife was your spirit broken wearing a hat of a mother was your hat was we wear different hats you know as women um which now I'm going to, from now I'm going to realize, you know, once I fixed my root with my mother, my root, I now um, see my branches, I guess I should say. And um, they call it a family tree for a reason. They really do. That's a thing. And so as I'm figuring out my family tree, I'm like, that's why I was so broken. And the more I find out, it's exhausting because it takes me back to so many memories that I didn't think I had or I thought was a fantasy. And now that I'm seeing it, it makes me sad makes me so sad but i love my family and i want to i want to be very neutral and um just everybody has to be in their box i have to prioritize myself and my family but um going through that um it took me back to another trauma of when i was cheated on i think that's the stage that i have to work on because i've been cheated on like by my first love not by my husband so that's why his love was like so unfamiliar because he just he he was he's just not a cheater like i've come to realize if he was in a room with a naked girl and i know a lot of people were like oh he'll he'll fuck but i really think he would get so uncomfortable that he couldn't even get hard like that's how much he loves me <laughs> and I, I love that he loves me that much and i never appreciated that i took that for granted so thank you <laughs> for, if he ever hears this he probably won't but <laughs> Thank you, baby. Oh, for giving, um, giving me yourself, your work. Thank you for loving me the way that I deserve. Thank you for keeping me safe emotionally. You're my rock. You truly are. And I'm sorry. Oh, guys. <laughs> I love you. I love my husband. Uh, I really do. And, um, so this has nothing to do, this relationship is what I'm trying to say it has nothing to do with my current husband okay <laughs> um my first love i well from my understanding of love this is the broken jasmine okay <laughs> we're gonna label her that way the broken jasmine let herself get cheated on gosh over and over and then i would like have sex with him and i didn't really even want to he wasn't raping me or nothing like i gave consent but <laughs> i was just like dead inside and after it was like not enjoyable um and i would say like crazy remember this is the broken adjustment <laughs> i would say stuff like during sex it'd say like how did you how did you fuck the other other girl you know how did you fuck the other bitch <laughs> like <laughs> i was just like <laughs> i was just so broken i was so broken in pieces oh my god <laughs> and mind you i was like too i was just dumb i was like 18 no maybe 19 18 or 19 so i was just so stupid um (laughs) i can laugh about it now but trust me i cried about it then he would like leave i would just start crying oh it was so horrible he tried to break up with me a few times so i have to take accountability in that too like he tried to break up with me a few times like niggas be telling you (laughs) when they don't and i think he did tell me at one point like uh, I don't want to be with you. Like, just straight up. 
he was such an asshole he still is an asshole but um we had a child together and um you know now we co-parent well but his he has his own I again I see people in boxes to put him in and I would never like help him see the fact that he has issues but he does have issues so yeah he was just a little weirdo I think I think he he struggles with the fact that um and this is no dig you know like oh my baby but I really think that he may struggle with liking men and um and struggle with also like well I like women but why do I tend to you know I think that um he feels shame from that but I just think he also isn't living in his truth but I do at the end of the day he does when Emmanuel's there well his wife too they're just parenting you know they're they, they'll they're doing what they can do as parents and he gets that experience too so that's fine um but back then like I had you know my mom issues with my mom you know and just mad angry at her and so I would get in these relationships and be angry in them angry at him and then he cheated so I had to deal with the betrayal and was not trying to change that's his thing it's like you know you're not trying to change um so I was played with in that way and then you know his mother not necessarily a sister but a sister kind of was like I think she has her own like you know just she wanted a friend that I couldn't be I would say that but his mom oh my god I gotta work through that trauma because when I actually saw him because he would always cheat it was like text message receipts but when I stopped doing that and like I found him in the car with his co-worker literally like it sounds like a movie but it's true and he had his pants down you know obviously she was sucking the dick in the car <laughs> and I witnessed it and I went and latched on and hit her I slapped her um, but my thinking then too, I was like, I have 18 years to deal with this. And you're like, I'm gonna stop you later. But that even was toxic. And um, so I was like, how could you do this? Oh, cry. And I get in the car, the back of my car, and just drive off. I'm crying, and I call his mom, guys. Dumbest thing I could ever do. I mean, this is all broken, Jasmine. And I called her and asked her, and told her like, what happened? He's in the car with you. She's like, I'm crying. She's like, Ugh, just. <laughs> shut up and accept it guys she told me to shut up and accept what her son was doing <laughs> like clear as day like bitch was like you go she's just gonna go back you know <laughs> oh god she's like shut up and accept it not or leave like great advice just so you know what i did i hung up on her she called back am i people pleasing i was like she's like did you hang up on me i was like no my phone's dying she put me in place that quick guys um and that's embarrassing to admit but that's the truth like people will take a hold of like your soul and, and play him like a puppet and you get angry for moments like that and that's when that becomes like a little t the little traumas and so um that was like a little traumatic experience and it's funny that i'm actually talking about that because i brought it up a couple times in my relationship and that's what i mean like you let trauma seep into your marriage and I'm just one of the lucky ones that my husband was healthy enough to stay and like, you know, left me. But now that I'm aware, I'm like more gentle with him. He's like safe to know that he can be gentle with me, you know? So that's where that harmony also come from. That was a branch that I just needed to break because gosh, and I don't even do. And the thing is I have her grandchild and she doesn't call, you know, and I don't 
question it, but I will need to tell Emmanuel now, like, hey, you know, when we're here, the people who don't call you enough, they're not necessarily like your safest bet to like go to with things. Um, so I want to protect him from her because for her to say that, that in what she's been through, she has, she has no in, inner healing, like, and I don't know who's going to be accountability accountable for that, but it's not going to be me because even my, um, my box with her is she's far from, <laughs> I mean, if I come in contact with her, I will be more verbal. Um, if I ever see her again, but I, that's the thing. I don't think I'll ever see her again, but if I do, it's just, she has her own issues. Um, but I do need to protect my son from her, um, emotionally like, Oh, I'm here. I'll do all this stuff. Cause she will use, she uses people like a fu- fucking puppet. <laughs> like she does. And it makes me so angry, but I need to turn that anger into just, you know, yeah. Why are you projecting? Why are you feel you know, I got my own dealings with her, but yeah, I think that I'm going to end the podcast there. I feel better talking about it, more relieved. I'm going to try to get a nap in before my sons wake up <laughs> and I have to start their day. So thank you for listening. Um, if you want to send an email to kind of sit and talk about your shit too, <laughs> which I don't mind, but it's a safe space. Um, you can email me at dear mama high daddy podcast at gmail.com. My Instagram handle is dear mama underscore high daddy and Twitter DMHD. Uh, DMHD podcast, guys. Here's my letter to you to let you know I've let it go. And this is my way of saying. I love you and I want to be in your life Dear daddy, growing older, all the tears stopped falling from my face As the pain became a callus, I was bitter deep inside, felt betrayed